0: everybody welcome to episode number 78 of the between the cracks podcast i am your host bill and with me as always is my co-host chris now chris it's been a while but we've got to tell everybody what we've been up to we have been very busy constructing a new state of the art CCCC. that's right the between the cracks counterintelligence command Call center, in which you're calling in remotely from tonight. Chris, how are things down there?
1: Well, Bill, I'm glad you asked here at the grand opening of the BTC CCC ACDC CBN WNBC.
0: Oh, Chris, things
1: are active in the call center tonight, aren't they? <laughs> you'll have to hold on one second folks we'll answer this
0: so bud we should announce to everybody that the BTC btccccc is actually your new home congratulations pal you just purchased a new home
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you and uh yeah i know it's, it's crazy it's you know we're a little closer to you now which is awesome and uh it's uh it's nice to have have my own place i mean i gotta say it's It's a feeling I can't really describe.
0: Chris, we certainly do wish you the best (laughs) of luck in your (laughs) new home. But bud, you know who didn't seem to have very good luck in their new home? It was the owners of the infamous John Lawson house in New Hamburg, New York, which I might add, Chris, is not very far from your place.
1: Self-destruct sequence activated.
0: We're going to have to break down this house piece by piece just to rebuild it once again because we must find out What is fact and what is fiction? And there is a lot, a lot to go over tonight, Chris. (laughs) So without any further ado, Chris, put on your hard hat and let's start breaking this down because tonight we are discussing, as I mentioned, the one and only John Lawson House of New Hamburg, New York. Now, a lot of people may be saying, what the hell is the John Lawson House? And I was saying that myself just last week, Chris, but I came across a few articles about this house in a nearby community of ours that had uh, some bizarre happenings that were going on from roughly 2006 through 2016. And you may ask, what was going on there that was so weird? Well, allow me to tell you. It seems that for roughly a decade, as I said, between 06 and 16, Someone was placing mannequins along the front porch of this house. And all right, you know, maybe you think somebody's just joking around and whatnot. But no, 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 Chris. Every day, the mannequins would change position and they would be wearing different clothing. Oh, hell no! Nobody within the hamlet of New Hamburg ever reported seeing anyone outside moving these mannequins around to make things even crazier. They had no contact with the owner of the home at the time. So let's take a look at it right from the start and then make our way back and see if we can make any sense of this, Chris. So my first take on this would be if I see a bunch of mannequins (laughs) on somebody's porch or on their property and they're being moved around, I would immediately think that someone's just messing with me. But as you start seeing these things day to day and they're changing positions, wearing different clothing. It's almost as if they're coming to life, you know? So if you're there every day in this neighborhood and you're seeing this, I could imagine that that would start bugging you out. Now, I don't know if there's anything paranormal going on here. And, you know, that's one of the theories. But what scares me more, Chris, is the actual reality of this situation. That there is some little freak living within the four walls of this quote-unquote John Lawson house. And we're going to get into the reason why it's called the John Lawson house in just a little bit. But the fact that there might be someone in there that is just sneaking around at night, taking these mannequins and repositioning them and changing them and just, you know, trying to freak people out. That scares me. (laughs) Maybe just a little bit more than any kind of paranormal activity that might be uh, going on there. What says you, Chris?
1: I, I think I agree with you. I think maybe someone's moving around, and, and I do agree that, that the thought of that happening is probably a little creepier than, than the actual mannequins themselves. I mean, I, I've got pretty good experience with mannequins. Uh, you know, I, I was married to one.
0: <laughs> yes, unfortunately, uh, and, and let me go back here in the catalog and see exactly what episode that was, Chris. And what Chris is referring to is one of the old classic BTC episodes. Episode number six, La Pascualita. And unfortunately, Chris got himself in a bind and got married to uh, the uh, Mexican uh, mannequin down there in um, Chihuahua, Mexico. But Uh, uh, that's neither here nor there, Chris. Let's stick to the story, please. I'm looking at this automatically. I'm thinking there's a twisted little freak living within the walls. And, you know, that's that. But... You know, when we go back and look at the history of the house, we begin to see that there were quite a few offsetting events that took place. But before we get into all that, Chris, why don't we get into a little bit of the history of the John Lawson House? Chris, what you got for us?
1: The John Lawson House is located near the New Hamburg train station. And it was built uh, back in 1845, so uh, a nice historical uh, landmark in the town, uh, on Main Street, and is believed to potentially be the oldest house on Main Street in New Hamburg.
0: Yeah, you're right, Chris. And, you know, oddly enough, uh, I'm already starting to draw some parallels here to myself, unfortunately. Uh, The house was built in 1845, and my house, as I've mentioned on here quite a few times, was built in 1840. And now, Chris, I'm going to post a picture of this house, and you're looking at the same picture I'm looking at. Does the John Lawson house have (laughs) some bizarre similarities to the house that I reside in?
1: Oh, you know, you're right. It's got the, uh, I mean, aside from that little front porch, the design is similar. You got that little uh, low low fence with the gate. Uh, Yes, this is not good seeing some connections here
0: <laughs> this is not good but uh Chris please please uh, enough about you can we uh, continue with John Lawson house
1: there are a couple creepy events that take place uh, in a period in the 1870s and what makes this even perhaps a little more eerie is when the first event took place because in February 6th of 1871, uh, which was yesterday.
0: That, that's wild, isn't it? We were just talking about that before we got on here to record. <laughs> the anniversary it, was actually
1: yesterday. And it says in the middle of a two-week cold snap, which I believe we just... <laughs> <laughs> and and it basically what happens here is that a southbound... And we mentioned that this house is right next to the New Hamburg train station. In the southbound tracks a 25 car freight train derails and it lands on the northbound track and it strikes a passenger express train that's heading northbound and all said and done there was because one of the trains was actually carrying oil and there was a massive fire 22 people are killed in the crash that night and this event occurred a mere 200 feet away from the John Lawson house,
0: uh, which I should mention, Chris, I- I've passed by the John Lawson house a number of times because I used to commute into New York city from uh, Poughkeepsie. And one of the stops was new Hamburg. And you could actually see the John Lawson house from the train platform. So this place, if you're looking at it, you know, if you're standing on the train platform, if we have any listeners in that area, and you're looking towards the Hudson. The John Lawson House is probably three or four houses down on your right. So what they're saying is very accurate. If, if two trains collide there, you know these mannequins are lucky to walk away with their wooden limbs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or could the mannequins be the souls of those that were lost in the crash?
0: Well, it's funny you say that because that is actually one of the theories. People seem to believe that the mannequins themselves are facing the direction of the location of the train crash. And some believe that the souls of those that perish in an accident are indeed living within those mannequins. But Chris, that wasn't the only tragic event to take place because just six years later, little buddy, something else happened on Main Street right next to the John Lawson house. bud. What
1: happened? Well, a massive fire that consumed seven buildings. Now, let me add that these seven buildings were directly around the house, and only one of a few surviving structures was, you guessed it, the John Lawson House. So, not only is it the oldest house in Main Street, it has now had a couple of catastrophes in which the house itself goes on. Un- disturbed
0: so within a 30 year period from the time that little johnny lawson built that house till 1877 32 years chris we have seen enough death and destruction within mere inches of this place to last a lifetime
1: it's bad enough when there's some weird stuff happening in a house but when there's like real events that killed people close by i mean that just it adds to the creepiness for sure
0: it seemed like we finally got some peace in the area, and you know, New Hamburg became what it is today—this quaint little hamlet. And it lifts your spirits when you're taking that dreadful ride on the Metro North <laughs> from Poughkeepsie to Manhattan or wherever the hell you're going. You know, now it's something beautiful to look at for <laughs> just a slight moment. But Chris, as we said in the beginning of the show, in 2006 things got a little funny and the landscape of uh, Main Street in New Hamburg took on uh, a little bit more of a sinister look. And by sinister, I mean the group of creepy-ass mannequins that made their way onto the front porch. And how, as you alluded to before, Chris, in one of the theories is that people believe that these could be the souls of those that perished in the train derailment, and or the fire, which could be. And what adds to that is the fact that they're wearing vintage clothing from the eighteen hundreds. Now as if the mannequins themselves weren't scary, dressing them up in this vintage style clothing to match the time era when these tragedies were taking place, that just uh pours a little more spice on us, doesn't it, Chris?
1: Oh yeah. I mean it's it's almost as if whoever's doing this is Is intentionally doing it to make it look as if the guests at this house are uh, from, you know, the 1800s, perhaps what people would have looked like that were on this train.
0: And that's the thing, too, is that, you know, they didn't just dress in one item of clothing and were left there. Their apparel changed daily. Some were seen wearing white gloves one day and then the gloves were gone. Some were seen wearing those very extravagant hats of that era. And then the next day, they'd be gone. One was holding a birdcage one day. And the next day, she was in a different position. All kinds of weird shit like that were happening. They were in different positions, different locations in the house. And get this, Chris. Whenever it rained,
1: the mannequins went inside. That's very interesting. They don't like inclement weather? Yes,
0: it seems to me that... uh... Someone did not want their prized possessions to get ruined here. But who was that someone? Because from all accounts, Chris, from 2006 to 2016, we could find the homeowner's name, but I am not going to reveal that for the sake of privacy. However, more importantly, and more strange than that, everybody within the town that still lives there, they say that they never knew the owner. So it was just just like a reclusive person (laughs) or thing that was living there that wanted no part of any kind of human interaction and then created this bizarre kind of fantasy world with these mannequins which is creepy as hell to me that's scarier than any kind of paranormal activity that i could be involved in if somebody welcomes me into their house and there's mannequins there i'll see (laughs) you
1: Yeah, you have to think about the mental state of somebody who puts mannequins outside year-round and dresses them up all the time. It's one thing if it's for Halloween, you know, you're decorating them up like ghosts or something. It's another if, if you have them as like a permanent decoration of some sort. Or perhaps, yeah, like you said, maybe this person, you know, maybe they did converse with them. You know, maybe they were their friends and they dressed them up like, ugh.
0: Yeah, I mean, something's not right here. (laughs) But, you know, uh, initially some of the people said that, oh, you know, they thought it was kind of funny and, you know, cool or cute, whatever. You know, that maybe they were just doing this for the uh, neighbors at first. But as I said, dude, this went on from 2006 to 2016. So after 10 years, it's not really funny anymore, is it? You know, (laughs) at, at that point, it's a little disconcerting. But Chris, it all came... To an end, one glorious day in 2016. One day, the mannequins just stopped showing up
1: for work. You're fired. It it appears the reason why is because the house was sold um, to whoever the phantom spirit is that was actually doing (laughs) all this mannequin work.
0: Well, I'm wondering now, at that point, where the hell were the mannequins when uh, the house was being shown by the realtor?
1: Can you imagine buying a house, let's just say, when they, when they bought the house from the realtor or whatever, there's obviously no mannequins anywhere. You buy the house knowing nothing about this place, and then you find some, like, secret room in your attic, and all these mannequins are all sitting down in a chair.
0: Oh, dude, I would be absolutely <laughs> terrified. Because we should have mentioned, these aren't like your normal mannequins that you'd find in a department store. They have these, like, bizarre, long, lanky faces with the makeup on them. So, I mean, they don't look ultra human, but they're a little bit scarier than your average everyday mannequin. Which reminds me, Chris, there there's actually a place up near me here that it's like a, I don't know if it's a thrift shop or whatnot, but uh, they have this mannequin that sits out there in clothing. They put her in different outfits every day, I guess, to, you know, kind of promote whatever the hell they're selling in there. And... I'll tell you what, every time I walk by this little thing, or I shouldn't even say little, she's fucking taller than me. She, uh, I got to give her a second look, man, because she's just a little too real looking. And I I believe the term for that, with, you know, a lot of people use is uncanny valley, where they create, you know, like these AIs or these mannequins or dolls or whatever the case may be. And you kind of look at them and you see something in them that, kind of bugs you out where they look almost human, but something just isn't quite right. And that's the vibe I get with this little thing in front of this store. And that's the same vibe I'm getting after looking at these chicks on this porch.
1: Well, that's like La Pascualita. You know, the thought was that that there was an actual body in there that was like entombed and and preserved because it looked too real. It's almost like a, a wax type or material, whatever it was, it gave you that vibe like it was just a real person.
0: Well, a- after looking at that La Pascualita, she was uh, on a different level altogether because remember those hands? that the, the hands had wrinkles in them <laughs> and fucking fingerprints and her eyes and, and cheekbones and everything else. Man, that, that thing, I mean, if I walked past it, I would think that's a human being. I mean, these little uh, wooden freaks that are sitting on this porch i wouldn't say they're on the same level as the corpse bride but they're getting there
1: can you even think about too if you're somebody who has no idea and you're walking by and you see a bunch of people sitting <laughs> sitting on the deck and you and you say hi to them and then <laughs> and then you come around the other side and notice that they're fucking mannequins
0: oh well dude i'm so socially awkward i just keep my head down say hi and, and probably wouldn't even pick up on the fact that they're mannequins for a couple of years
1: well, I mean, those are the best type of people to deal with, right? They never talk. <laughs> I love that type.
0: I didn't even get a couple of mannequins around here in this neighborhood, but the story doesn't end there. Let's not go anywhere too quick, Chris. Uh, it's been revealed that uh, the owner of this place on Main Street, you know, as we said, they sold the house in 2016 and took the mannequins with them. I got wind of some insider information that came into the new uh, BTCCCC. It was the fact that the owner of the mannequins now lives across the river in Ulster County, and the mannequins are still out and about on his or her front porch. But to make matters even worse, you can't see it from the streets, Chris. Oh, no, no, no. The new house is buried in the woods, so it's just the owner and the mannequins there, all by their lonesome.
1: Okay, now that's creepier. Because then that gives you the idea that this person who has these mannequins was not just doing it for the show of the town to be decorative and fun and, and entertain people. Because if you can't see the goddamn things, what are they there for?
0: Oh, yeah, dude. It, it, it increases the creepiness factor tenfold. Now, <laughs> who the hell knows what's going on behind the scenes I don't know. I've never seen this place. I don't know the owner. But I could tell you one thing. If you're in the woods with a bunch of mannequins by yourself, you're definitely talking to them. We can only hope for the best for this person that's living in the woods with the mannequins. And wish the best for the mannequins, too. Right, Chris? We don't want to hate against the mannequins.
1: Not at all. We certainly don't want to piss off any spirits.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. But, Chris, before we dismantle the arms and the legs on this episode... We should talk about what we think. Bud, let's start with you. Do you think there was any kind of uh, bizarre, paranormal activity taking place at the old John Lawson house?
1: I I have to, obviously, because now that it was given the knowledge we have of, of the the owner moving and now doing the same thing, there must have been a person, even though people said that they didn't, they never saw a person doing any of this. Maybe they did it in, you know, in like very early late hours of the night even creepier and you know as a result no one ever saw them i do agree though that this is still it's creepy i mean i don't think this this is paranormal but this is it's creepy on its own level
0: Hmm. so uh chris you were being very political there i couldn't get an answer yes or no but (laughs) but is this place haunted or not just answer the question
1: uh, well, you know, uh, you know, you, you, you dance around these things. Um, um, no, no, no hauntings here,
0: mm-hmm. Chris. I uh, I gotta disagree with you, pal. Mm. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking, Chris.
1: I agree. Well, to- Bill, uh, there's, <laughs> there's my way, and then, and then that's it,
0: <laughs> Chris. I do <laughs> agree. <laughs> well, that is very, very fitting for society now, right? You know, you can only think one way, but uh, Chris, I'm on board with you. There's no way, shape, or form the old Johnny Lawson house is haunted. I mean, yes, there were some tragedies that took place close by, but the number of owners of the home and the amount of times that it's changed hands, there seems to be no reported instances of paranormal activity, except for these bizarre instances that took place from 2006 to 2016 under one owner. And that was just uh, a couple mannequins dressed up on a porch and on the lawn, inside the house, wherever the hell you got. (laughs) So to me, this sounds like it was just uh, a reclusive person that maybe took solace in uh, creating a family with uh, a group of mannequins. Who the hell knows? But uh, I definitely do not think that there was any paranormal activity going on here. It was obviously the work of an insider... And by insider, I mean the homeowner of the John Lawson house. So, Chris, I'm saying it, no ghosts, just a troubled owner of some wooden creeps.
1: So there you have it. We have cracked another case. (laughs) Yes. And not only did we use the BTCRF, but we used the brand spanking new, I mean, I could still smell the paint on the walls, (laughs) BTCCCCC.
0: Can you get that, Chris? Yes, indeed! <laughs> the BTC B-T-C-C-C-C-C and the B-T-C-R-F. We are rolling on all cylinders now, Chris, and uh, hopefully we can keep it that way and get another episode out within uh, another week or two. Hopefully we don't wait three weeks this time.
1: <laughs> well, now, now that everything's been established, I think we'll be a little bit more on a regular schedule.
0: Yeah, and we have a couple of great Patreon requests coming up for the next few weeks, and... Uh, you know, we're going to tap off the month with uh, my colonoscopy that I got, I got to deal with on the last day of February, unfortunately. <laughs> and I was thinking maybe I uh, record live from within the colonoscopy procedure, Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we'll be sure to have an extra mic mic'd up so
0: <laughs> Oh, man, this is, this is really just terrible. I, I can't believe I'm at the age of my life I have to do this. But uh, nonetheless, Chris, (laughs) that's it. Let's get the hell out of here before these mannequins show up at my front door. Let me get the rundown and we can just split if you want to get... Whoa, whoa. You want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com, or you can get in touch with me on Instagram, the Between the Cracks podcast, or on Facebook. You can grab Chris, uh, the Between the Cracks podcast, although I am on Facebook now, Chris. You know, I'm, I'm posting memes every fucking two minutes, and I'm talking to <laughs> Faye. I talked to um, Erica, our, our new Patreon the other day, so, I mean... You know, talk to us, man. That's what we're here for. We want somebody to talk to us. (laughs) Uh, Also, if you would like to become one of our lovely patrons, please do so by clicking on the link in the show notes. And uh, if there is any godforsaken reason why you would want some BTC merch, I'll throw the link to that in the show notes as well. But before we go, Chris, I I just want to give credit to the two articles that we used here. Uh, The first one that we used was from... I don't even know. Uh, what is this? Indie88.com. Uh, an article entitled, A House Haunted by Mannequins, The Bizarre Story of the John Lawson House. And this was an article by Jen, Chris. I mean, I don't even have a last name, but it's by Jen, all right? Relax. <laughs> And the second article that we used was from a website called allthatsinteresting.com. Oh, fuck. I did it, Chris. It took me four or five times, but I did it. And uh, that was an article entitled Inside the Mystery of the John Lawson Home and Its Haunted Mannequins. And that was by our girl, Julie Marnin. And uh, checked by a guy named Eric Hawkins. And those guys did a great job. Lots of detailed info. And if it weren't for them, we wouldn't even be talking about this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Absolutely not, because I don't think we could find it on Wikipedia. <laughs> no,
0: that's it. <laughs> so finally, Chris, with all that said, what do you say we wish to find fine people out in Podcast Land? The fondest. Oh, a farewell. Hey, hey. My god, even we found a way to fuck that up. Oh <laughs> my god. That's gonna be bad. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's probably gonna be a 25-minute episode uh, a 25-minute long episode once I fucking clean it up. Yeah. All right, all the bizarre happenings of the John Lawrence House.
1: Now no, it's it's John Lawson.
0: Oh shit. Uh, oh. The John Lawrence
1: house is <laughs> just... the John Lawrence house? <laughs> oh whatever the fuck
0: this guy's name is. We're gonna if we could just get to the article, we're gonna make it. <laughs> Before we dismantle the arms Oh, God. God. Fucking Alexa went off. Here we go with the hauntings. That's fucking weird. I didn't even say anything, motherfucker. Fuck. Uh, but, uh... And the second article that we used was from a... Rub- oh, wow. And the second article that we used was from a website called All That's Interesting... Oh, my God. Oh,
1: It's too late for this shit. (laughs)